Hello and welcome to episode 71 of Ads Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And uh, I mean, I feel like we're already consistent uh, in well, the year. Absolutely, no. fibre. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> I mean, we've already done a January. You've just heard Valentine's Day, um, which was obviously last month at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I mean, I peek behind the curtains. We are filming this currently in February. Yeah. Ready for March because uh, I may not have as much time. Uh, <laughs> the the as yet untitled clan is expanding. It is, yeah. Um, so yes, basically my baby may be born. Um, Maybe baby. At, I say time. may be born. Obviously... At the time we go and this comes out. As the time of recording, yet to be seen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> as yet untitled. As yet, yeah. <laughs> Literally, cause we can't think of a name for him yet. Um, by the time this is released, he'll be born. Yeah, little pupil um, will be born. <laughs> but, yeah. So, we're doing it now, obviously, because my time is going to be less. And uh, Your time's going to be... I'm going to have less time to get stuff, podcast stuff done. So, yeah. as we said, I've spoken to the wife already, um, and she's... Basically, the way we're going to be doing things going for the podcast going forward is kind of either recording in a bulk or recording a month in advance. So we've always got an episode ready to drop. Yeah. Um, so there's a little peek behind the curtain for you. We're at episode 71 now. Um, and Which I think amazing. by, let's put it this way, just off the top of my head, we're going to do an ep- Let's say we've done one episode a month till Christmas. Yeah. So we get 12, yeah. we get 12 a year, right? That will give us episode 83. On top of that, we've got vintage collection stuff happening. We have the Power Ranger special that we've already announced. That's going to be happening. So that's at least 84. And then we've got to throw some others in to mix it up. So we may be doing two a month. We'll see. We'll be, be we'll be seeing. So we may we may hit triple digits by the end of this year. We've got to thank special for the 100th. Exactly. 100th podcast. Um, but yeah, so that's this little peek behind the curtains. As you can see by the title, we've done Tremors 2, after sh- after shocks. Um, but before we get into that, there's a couple of ways you can support the podcast. So if you click on our LinkedIn uh, button, or a LinkedIn link, then you can see that we are associated with uh, Rogue Energy. Um, we have our own website, which is going to be updated uh, regularly. You can find all our social media platforms. Um, if you want to get in contact with us and talk to us and tweet us and stuff like that, then obviously hit, head over to Twitter, give us a follow. We will follow you back. If you'd rather use Instagram, then obviously go over and use Instagram. Um, big announcement. We now have an active TikTok. Um, so our first intro will be on there. You would have seen the video for Ninja Turtles. Then you would have seen the one for Wayne's World. So hopefully by the time... This is edited and all that sort of done. You'll have another video of us talking about Tremors, which is like a little clip of our funniest bits for this episode. Um, and obviously that'll be updated with comedy sketches and puns and jokes and <laughs> anything else that's said throughout the uh, the entirety of the episode, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so obviously go over and give that a follow. We appreciate it. If you do do that, do-do. do uh, <laughs> I knew you'd say it. <laughs> then um, we'll, we'll, whoever follows us on TikTok... Every time you follow us, we'll do a little announcement at the end of every episode of our live podcast, or of our normal podcast, and it'll be a shout-out to those usernames. So if you want your username username shouted out, head, us, head over to TikTok, give us a follow. What's um, the TikTok name? Uh, it'll be WeAreAYU. Excellent. Which, which will be exactly the same thing as our Twitter 
and our Instagram. Yes. So you can follow us on there. Um, but yeah, man, back to Tremors. So firstly, do you like the name Tremors 2 Aftershocks? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It's quite... Why, you don't? Oh, oh I, I like it, yeah. Sorry, I'll... the face you pulled then is like... Mm. No, no, I'm just... Your opinion. Yes. <laughs> Podcast <Yeah>. done. <laughs> no, yeah, I like it. It makes sense, doesn't it? It does. I mean, the first one is you have the Tremors, and the second one you have the Aftershock. Yeah, which... Exactly. Yeah, it makes it's, complete sense. Makes sense. It's um, it is. Do you... Uh, so, be, there's a lot in this film that you questioned. I I was disappointed. <gasps> what, with the film? No, not with the film itself. Just I, th- I thought the creatures were more than they were. Or the Grabwits. Which way? Which ones? So the first ones or the second ones? Because we get an evolution moment in this, this film. Um... I would say try not to spoil it. I mean, but it come out in 1996 for crying out loud. If you haven't seen it now, <laughs> yeah, you really sh- can't blame us for any spoilers. No. Though let's just say spoilers. Yeah, but then every podcast we do, yeah, there, we there say is spoilers. spoilers. On most yeah. of them, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no, on, yeah. <laughs> Other than when we're just talking about Christmas, because there's no spoilers for Christmas. Everyone knows that Santa comes. Exactly. Steady. <laughs> or Mrs. Claus. Giggly. <laughs> Giggly. <laughs> so you said that I was straight to Mrs. Claus. Yeah. And once a year as well. Not much. Chuck up old sack, but I won't go there. Anywho. Um, yeah, okay. So you, you're. So, were you underwhelmed of this film? I, I liked the film. Right. It was just I thought there would be more to the Graboids than their next evolution than there was. They're not, not as we'll, as we'll talk about. They're yeah. not, I thought they were smarter than they were. Right. Because they, when they were the graboids, the yeah. worm in their worm form, they seemed smarter than the newest, the new evolution. To a degree, I think, I think they're equally the same, in my opinion. Okay. Like, uh, do you I want me to give you, tell me why? Yes. So in the first one, they they hunt by noise. Yeah. In this one, they hunt by heat. Heat. So they only hunt by one, one source of all right, sort of one thing. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anything they do, they do it because they learn on the in the way that they're hunting. So in the first, in the very first film with Tremors, um, they're throwing. They they las is it lasso, 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 lasso. They throw the lasso bomb. Uh, they light it, throw it, and then boom, it goes up in the air. Yeah. In this one, they use the, obviously they start using remote control cars, and then later on, that stops, and they're not fussed about them, and they're going away from them. So it looks like they're moving away from them because they're ready to evolve. So they get away from where the bombs are to do what they're doing, and then all of a sudden they're hunting by heat. But we don't see enough of them hunting by heat. I just evolution requires an outside force, like. Some, something changes in the environment to make to so your body has to adapt. Yeah. What changed that caused them to go from sound to heat? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. In in that, I mean, I don't know if we find out. I know there's a. So there's like five of tri- Tremors films. There's one prequel that takes you back to the beginning. Right. Um. But I I honestly I haven't seen it. But I feel like we should venture towards it as as like it's um. It's a series that we do that isn't a regular kind yeah. of series. So, like, I mean, it, we done Tremors one, I think, a couple of years ago. Gracious. So, uh, and we done it via Zoom because I had COVID. Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, obviously, we're doing this one together. So maybe we'll do we'll do three at some point. I said I've seen the first three. I haven't seen anything after that. I said one is a prequel. Um, I'm thinking five is going to be one of those movies that I would equate equally to Sharknado. Yeah, I feel like as it moves on, it does get more bad. Channel, However, Channel Five sci-fi movie kind of thing. Yeah. However, though, I am going to say, and I don't know if this will change your your vote or your your score later on, okay. right? Because when we do our ratings and stuff. But this was always planned to be direct. It's a direct sequel, but directed video. video. So I, when I look at it and I bear it in mind, I'm like, well, it's not going to get a cinema release. No. And if it had been now, it would be on like a streaming platform. Yeah, this like... would be direct, a sequel to Netflix. Yeah. Or Amazon or something like that. But when I was I was watching it, and I was giving my, my kind of read-up and stuff like that, and I thought, if they knew it was going to be direct-to-video, they didn't have to make it as do I want to say good? Yeah, maybe as good as they didn't have to put as much effort into the production. Yeah, exactly that because it was just going to video. Yeah, um, I mean, I liked the original Aladdin movie, but then they bought out. Is it the Return of Jafar? Return of Jafar that was straight yeah. to VHS, and that you can tell the quality was not all that good in that. The colours meshed too often; it just didn't work. Yeah, and I mean, in this one, there there is moments when I said to you, oh, "You got the visual effects, and then you can see the beginning of." Special effects. Yeah, the, the quick clip between the two that isn't quite edited out. Yeah. Um, but obviously we'll get into that as we go along. But I don't think, as a sequel, this is that bad. Um, in, as, as sequels go, this isn't that bad, as you said. It's not It's not the worst I've ever seen. I, I mean, it's not up there with Terminator 2 as a sequel. Like, it's not. <laughs> at, or Back to the Future Part 2. However, this isn't that bad as a... In, I think, in my opinion, I think I prefer this to Tremors. <gasps> <laughs> Do you not? I, know, I like Tremors 1 better. Really? Well, it's my introduction to the series. I've, I found it terrible, but funny terrible. Yeah, I mean, they're both corny. Oh, like, absolutely. 100%. Um, do you like it, though, because it's got the first one's got Kevin Bacon in it? I have no real opinion on <laughs> Kevin Bacon. He's an okay actor. I mean... All he does really now is uh, he, 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 he commercials. Yeah, yeah. Did I, I, did I give some comment? That I'm, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I just because when, so at the beginning of this one we get Earl. Um, he has a little dig at Kevin Beckins' character, doesn't he? Yeah, like him be- and his girlfriend gone off because they go off and they get the uh, the marriage. But what I love is you kind of get like um, uh, is it called like a prologue? Is it the prologue? Which is the bit. That builds up before. So we, we get the, the first death in this film. Um, and then we see Earl when he's trying to do the uh, the thing with Big Bird. Uh, when he's trying to get his, his two birds to mate. Uh, was it an ostrich? Yeah, they're both ostriches. Yeah. Um, so we get that silly, silly moment. Because um, you said he was going to be like a donkey or something. Yeah. So you knew the comedy bit was coming. <laughs> and then I see you roll your eyes when you see the, when it was an ostrich. It was like, oh. um, called, like thunder something, didn't he? I think so. I, I don't know. <laughs> But he says if they don't mate, he's going to have them as with barbecue yeah. sauce, which makes me laugh because it's no matter what people say, is that like you're going with barbecue sauce? Why does it have to be barbecue sauce? He's American. What well, I thought my thing would be ranch sauce because uh. it <laughs> <laughs> don't sigh like that. <laughs> that was a terrible. If that was serious, then I'm sorry for you. Then if it's a joke, then I pity you. You went. Uh, <laughs> ranch sauce. What, because they're on a... Yeah, I like, got yeah. it. That's, God, you are such a 
such a dad joke thing. Well, I thought that would... To me, I would have laughed. But it was yeah, of course. You, you, <laughs> yes, you definitely would have laughed at that. But I thought, ranch sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> but no, it was barbecue sauce, which, I mean, I like barbecue sauce. I'm not... sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. That's more... How, how do I say? We'll just turn them into ostrich nuggets and have them sweet and sour sauce. <laughs> sweet and sour sauce is good, though. Or have you tried peri sauce? Peri peri sauce. <laughs> no, steady. I haven't. Peri peri sauce and mayonnaise. Steady. <laughs> you what went, do you think I was you, thinking? You, your of? eyes went. Oh. <laughs> uh, Peronese. Peri's good. I'll, I'll, we'll get some. We'll dip some nuggets in. Oh, it's, it's good. Um, <laughs> like a big twenty-four share box, like different sauces. Which we should. Better. We could do a video or something like that. You know, you have to have a, a, sauce a thing of water just to cleanse our palate between yeah. nuggets. Oh. Yeah, because I'm I'm not spitting out a nugget. If I'm eating it, I'm eating it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to stop setting me up. There's some jokes I can't say. Yeah, this is. Uh, we're trying to be more family friendly. You always were more of a swallower than a spitter. <laughs> Anyway, that's <laughs> Josh. Well, no, um, I'm, I'm just saying you'd have to have like a water to clean, palate cleanse. Yeah, yeah. Then your stomach would be full of water and nuggets. Do you know what they say? Um, if you're tasting wine or other like things like that, you, you some people drink it, some people spit will spit it into yeah. like a bucket, like I think. Yeah, it's wine tasting. You have to um, allow it to breathe and all that. Yeah, yeah. But some people say lick in the back of your hand because then you just get. Because it, it's a bland taste. Nah. So if you lick the back of your hand, it's just it's Joking. just it's an awful like it's just a bland taste. Yeah. So then when you taste something else, it then gives you it. Um, I went wine tasting. I know it's going on a big tangent, but I yeah. went on wine tasting once uh, with the wife and the father-in-law and the mother-in-law. And How um, did you get? I think I remember you telling me about. Well, this. <laughs> you got a little tipsy, didn't you? No, 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 no. So yes. I. We walk round and we we see all like is it a dist- is that what it's called distillery yeah what? yeah um, and how they make it and all that sort all the of stuff. barrels and everything there as well beautiful amazing to see right Oak so matured. fascinating uh, unlike me uh, definitely not matured uh, <laughs> I was raised, <laughs> like I was raised God, just just thinking back we were actually older than Google yeah all right all right <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah so the yeah, well. the guy was giving his his shtick giving his spiel and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> And uh, it, was, it was doing the, had the wine and it was shaking it around the thing. And it was like, if you look, and apparently a legs of wine is when it drips down. And it's got, yeah. it's got, uh, it's like, you've got nice, it's got nice legs. I'm thinking, this guy's been drinking too much of his own. What is he going on about? <laughs> he's drinking too much of his own wine as he's walking off. <laughs> and he sticks his snoz right yeah. in the glass and he goes, You have to smell it to determine its bouquet. Yeah. Uh, bouquet residence. <laughs> um, so he st- sticks and he's his, got a bucket nearby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he sticks his snoz in. Um, and he goes, and if you sniff up, like a big brig inhale kind yes. of thing, um, you can smell this and this and this and all these berries. And So everyone was going, like that, sniffing it. I, I, <laughs> Do you still smell your nose? I'd done the same thing. Went, I went, it just smells like wine. <laughs> sake, Rob. That is completely you. There's, there's no one else it could be. just smells like wine. It, I don't know what. It was like, oh, you, you can smell the elderflowers. I don't know what elder smell flower smells like. How am I supposed to know? Like <laughs> the father-in-law just looks at me and went, "Does it taste alright?" I was like, "It just, just tastes like wine." <laughs> I don't know. You're not um, one for pretentious crap, are you? Really? No. You, it's, like it's, you know, like Sheldon, it goes grape juice that burns. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. Yeah, I, I've had wine only a handful of times in my life. Yeah, 
One of them was at my cousin's wedding. Right. And they, a load of people, well, we, uh, my family went back by car, but I had to go back on the big bus they hired. Mm-hmm. And they're holding wind down the bus, you know, so I pass it on to the next person. Eventually, the guy behind me said, oh, I don't want any. So I'm holding two two glasses of wine. <laughs> I managed to pass one off. And I just, I down, and it, oh, it's vile. It is, I don't it? like the taste. I don't mind it. Um, did you have any wine at my wedding? Did you drink any wine there? Or was you on soft drinks? I think I was on soft drinks. I, I drunk a lot. Yes. <laughs> um, well, I, I didn't. I didn't stay. All, I stayed as long as yeah, I could. Yeah, because you actually could have to shoot off. Obviously, like getting back. I, and I stuff. stayed for a fair while. Yeah, not like I just. Yeah, because you had the uh, the taxi incident when you you booked one, then booked another one, and it was the same taxi. Yeah, and I, <laughs> two different two different numbers. I book one, and I think, okay, well, I'm, I'm in one. I've got this. I cancel cancel the second one. And the guy comes up. Oh, you just cancelled this cab. No, I cancelled one from this number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me the next day. I was like, "Oh, did you get back? Yeah." <laughs> and you went back in the cab that you cancelled, right? Well, booked but cancelled, booked. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. Um, but you did get a little. You were very drink heavy, even when I was there. Yeah, but by the time it come to the evening, the good thing was I had a couple of drinks. Eight. Uh, we had, soaked we ate, it up a bit. Soaked it up a bit. And then after that, I had like one or two drinks and that was it. But I had quite a bit before. Um, but that was that was, event. That was a... That was a lovely day. It was. Um, we got to see deer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which we don't see in this film. Um, all we see is graboids, which... And some poor Spanish-Mexican... Well, Mexican, isn't it? Uh, I believe so, yeah, yeah. sorry, my apologies. It's a Mexican worker just getting swallowed whole by it. Yeah, you laughed at that. You did laugh at... Well, it was... You it was la- just... I think it was the way it was shot because he was just... <laughs> Closed on. <laughs> just hand in his head. He's like, oh, like yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. So there's there's no Valentine. Uh, there's none. There's some of the original cast. So there's. I wonder what you were going off the Valentine. <laughs> that was done? last. That was last yeah. month. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we get Earl and Bert from the original cast. Yep. The rest of the cast is new. Um, Grady, who are you a fan of? He's okay, but like like I said, he could probably anyone could slip into that role, couldn't they? Well, we were we were discussing this, and I was like, he looks like a very like early Paul Rudd within that yeah. that kind of character. But you're right; I think anyone could slip into that role with the same with the same uh, like dialect, yeah, and dialect kind of thing. But the guy that played him, I think he done it so well because he was very fanboyy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, he was shaking up. Oh, I'm so I'm so honoured to meet you. Mm-hmm. Sounds like someone who's re- overly researched these the whole graboid incident. Yeah, and when he heard that there was an, I don't know, I think it's, if it had been nowadays, he would have had an internet link search. Like if anyone researched like these monsters again, he, he, he would, would be he'd yeah. be known about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously, as I was saying before, we went on a big tangent. We have got this kind of like the prologue of what happened with Earl and Bert. Sorry, Val and um, Earl, which is. They do a Reebok commercial when they're running, which I would have loved to have seen, uh, like just shot in the in the background or something like that. So if they were done something for Reebok. Um, they had a grabwood machine, which they didn't, which he didn't get any money out of. Yeah, I'm thinking the other guy did. Val, yeah. yeah, I'm thinking he not sold his rights, but he did something that caused them because if those two characters, you'd ever see them working again. Yeah, I. Do you know what? I I think. Out of the two of them, Val was the looker. So he was the pretty boy that they wanted on the cover of this. But because it was both of them, if you booked one, 
you had to book you the had other. to book the other one and i think val ended up like taking something that oh it should have been for yeah. both or we had a better contract yeah you know something like that um i mean you've got the young good-looking hero they can you can you can spin it so easily this one young looking here young good-looking hero bravely fought off these monsters with the help of this doddering old man yeah um but yes, yeah, so obviously, so we get that kind of that backstory. Uh, they offer fifty thousand per per graboid, per confirmed kill. Yes, graboids. Yeah, which um, is an immense amount of money back then. It is. Uh, yes, ninety six. So that's. I mean, that's two of those. So let's say a hundred hundred grand uh, in the UK by ninety six. What that's paying off a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. The house, a former house mortgage. Full he paid. could buy himself a house rather than a trailer. Yeah. I always find trailers weird, but you know. I don't think he'd move from the trailer, though. I think he'd probably if, buy himself a better trailer. He's very frugal. Yeah. I would say. But then, as the as the story builds on, we find out about Kate, I think she'd knock some sense into him. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, going I, on between I, those I two. hope so. Um, but yeah, trailers are weird. Especially, like, the. I'm going to say the American ones, because I think you can get them over here as well. They're like caravan to us. Yeah. Um, extended. But, yeah, but the ones we see in America, uh, well, the ones we see on the movies that we see from America. Yeah. Because what we see in the movies isn't always accurate to what's in real life. It's very generic, isn't it? Yeah, like just grey metal tubes. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- like, ex- yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, basically the layout will be you go in, and then if you go to your left, that's your front room living area kind of thing. And probably the pull out bed. Yeah, and then to the right is your kitchen and probably a toilet. Yeah. And if you're lucky, a bedroom behind that maybe a shower or something yeah um, but it does seem very frugal but then he seems he's just on a his own area you know kind of thing um, so maybe he's got land he just doesn't build on it I, I don't know um, yeah, he doesn't seem the, 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 the type to get into a house does he no he's, I think he's got everything he needs he's got his well, now ostrich he's, and, he's, he's ostriches and now he's got um, Miss 1978 yeah October, something like I that. I think so. Yeah, um, I love that. Kate, I think the way it linked together at the end, though, that yeah, works out really it's good. well. Very good writing. Um, but yeah, so obviously, so we go around. Basically, they, they get paid fifty thousand every time they're killing a graboid, a confirmed kill. Um, How would they confirm the kills though? So they have to bring something back from it. I, I don't know because they was able to track how many graboids were on there. Oh, okay. So right, I'm so... assuming they have a, all the trackers round, and it, maybe that takes a note, and then by the time it gets to zero, they, they're all gone. Um, they don't really go into it. The same is they don't really go on about the uh, the size seismology thing, or whatever it's like. The seismograph. Computer. Seismograph, that's it. Um, how that's tracking them? Because my thought would be the Graboids would have to eat something, right? It'd have to be inserted on the Graboid or something, no? The seismograph, it detects movement underground, like the, for seismic movement. Right. So it sends out waves. I think it's, I could be completely wrong about this because I'm not a geologist. I think it sends out like waves of like energy to detect. Mm-hmm. And if something makes the energy move or the ground shifts, it, yeah. it detects the change in the energy it's sending out. That must be deep, though. Oh, mm. well, yeah. If they use them to track like faults, you know, like the like um, volcanoes. And, yeah. And all, like, yeah, yeah. Earthquake faults and yeah. things, the vault lines, that's it. I don't know, I've never really thought... I mean, because we didn't... It was basic, It was loosely spoken about in the first one. Um, but this one is very much more tech. I wouldn't yeah. say tech-heavy, but... It's updated. Yes, extremely. Um, 
Yeah, I always think, how many years do you reckon has passed since the first one in the film time? Because you don't get an, like a... It's about five or so. A few, isn't it? It's got to be a few. Maximum of about six or so. It wouldn't be any more than that. Um, what, so the film, first one came out in 90. Yeah, and this 96. is 96. So even if they done release time to the film time and they've done it as six years, that feels quite quite a while, if you know what I mean. Yeah, within the movie universe, it seems a little much. Yeah, but then if it was a couple years, I think that would be too quick. Yeah, so, so maybe four or five. Four would be a sweet spot. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, so okay, so let's get on to some of the characters. So obviously we've got Earl and Bert, uh, they're retro from the first film. And we've got Grady, who's the arrogant, or the arrogant, sorry, he's the sidekick character. Yeah, very good sidekick though. Um... And then we've got Kate. As I say, that's the core four. Yeah. Um, those are the mo- Those are the ones... You- they're, they're the only names you need to remember, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have a favourite? Who's the first guy you meet? The uh, Val's old partner. Uh, Earl. Earl, yeah, him. Up for him. Really? Yeah, well, he's like the grizzled loner he's, type. He's the vet, isn't he? The grizzled veteran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes sense. Earl's okay. No, not Earl. The uh, Bert. Bert, yeah. Bert's okay, but he's just a little... <laughs> he still seems very... He seems sad. Well, yeah. I... With good reason. Yeah, so his wife had left him. And you pointed out something fantastic, by the way. So we get the story of um, of why, uh, that she's left. Like, he's, he's Heather, his wife, has left. Yeah. Um, and she's gone to her sister's. And then when they're speaking about it, I was like, do you think... She... And he, he said uh, she asked him to send... Is it a H1 or something like that? A gun? H something. H something. Um, and then he was like, oh, there's, that was the space on the wall. Yeah. And I never really thought about it, but I was like, don't, that does make sense because that's the gun, that's the thing that's missing. Um, and it's right in front of him, so he's seeing the, the empty space exact, on the wall every exactly. single day. Um, you'd think you'd just turn your TV around, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I don't know, he'd be looking at this, the monsters in his... Uh, yeah, it's, isn't it weird that he's got a graboid head? <laughs> and That would be where... Because in the first one, it goes underground, doesn't it? And it bursts through the wall. Yeah. So I'm assuming that's that's that location where it would have been, which is great. Bit bit terrifying, though, wouldn't it? Well, he's he's a paranoid <laughs> prepper, isn't he? For yeah. The reason his wife left him, because he couldn't be happy unless there was a threat of imminent annihilation. Yeah. when the USSR collapsed in the movie. Mm-hmm. He that couldn't caused, handle it. Yeah, that, that's what caused him to break up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he couldn't be happy unless there was a threat of terror against him. That's strange, isn't it? Um, if he was a boy, well, if he's like a war veteran as well, then that would have would have made a bit of sense. Yeah, because we don't we don't really get a background, but I feel as we go further on, I think it's Bert that moves forward. So Earl is now sorry, Earl but Earl always Earl, Earl is the one that finishes in this one. Yeah, Bert's story continues. So oh, okay. From Tremors Three, it's just Bert. You kind of led me to believe that Bert would die in this. Did I? Yeah. Why? Because I said, oh, is he going to die? And you like. Mm, you'll see. Because I feel like sometimes if you ask a question, and you're like, are they going to end up together? If I say, yeah, we're like, well, they die then. Well, they survive. So in films like this, the same as Jaws or Aliens, for example, serial killer films like Scream or something like that. If I, if you go, oh, what's, and they, they get together at the end, it's like, well, if I say, yeah, you think, well, they're surviving. <laughs> like it defeats the object of watching the film for that reason. Um, yeah, no, it's just you kind of. You, I don't know if you meant to. Like, mm, I'm not going to tell you. I don't even, know. even though I said to you beforehand, 
These are rhetorical, so you don't have to answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel rude if you ask a question and I don't ask. Like, if I don't answer. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it's got to be Grady. It's just, it's just he gets them funny moments. When he slapped the Graboid. <laughs> so, <laughs> you laughed your ass off with that. So he drops the remote control, remote control car, drives it into the Graboid's mouth and it does nothing. And then he climbs over, runs, slaps it and runs back again. And I think... So many people would do that. Like, I'd, <laughs> I'd be one of the people who's got a stick, like, you know, jab, when, jab. You know when there's wet paint and someone goes, it's wet paint, be careful. So touch. they touch it. Just to make like, sure. Why Why do you do that? It's, it's the same as there's a graboid there. Stay off the ground. Jumps so, on the ground. So he goes on the ground. And he's like, with the radio. And he goes, <laughs> he sorry, leaves, I forgot. He leaves the radio on the <laughs> Exactly what I said happened, didn't it? Yeah. Because they left the radio on the ground. The graboid... Even that, it's so strange. It was only a small space. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a massive hole where the grab would come up and grab it. It just seemed to like, maybe it was like one hook, grabs it and pulls it down. Yeah. But I did said to you, we're going to hear that later on. Yeah, and definitely. It was going around, it was still playing inside the graboid. <laughs> Which was great, by the way. Everlasting batteries. <laughs> Very good. I kind of feel sorry for the graboid, though. <laughs> Which one? It was, it was screaming in pain as it's being, oh. as, as it's pushing, well, as these three mini versions of it with legs. Mm-hmm. Are ripping their way out of it. Yeah. All right, so Mike, firstly then, which set of Graboids do you prefer? Do you prefer the Walkers or do you prefer the normal Graboids? I prefer the normal Graboids. Really? I just like the retro of them. Like the, yeah. It's like so many movies, like horror movies, They've like, for me it gets ruined if you know who the bad guy is straight away. Yeah. These... When they were underground in the first movie, you didn't know exactly what they were. They were just something underground that was killing people. Mm-hmm. And that worked out really well, even when you sight them, saw the monsters, when yeah. they burst through the wall or when it broke its own neck. Still funny, but you've still got the element of what exactly are they. Mm-hmm. Now you've got, oh, we're just going to give them legs and they can chase after you. But do you not think it would have made more sense to do that in the second one? Because if they had done that in the third one, you would have been more accustomed to what the Graboids are. So at least halfway through this one, you think, oh, it's... It's something different. Oh, if God, they evolve again? I can't. I literally can't remember, man. I I don't, don't remember. Give them wings. God, um, so you give them wings, <laughs> I'm going to turn off. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, no, for me... You prefer the legs. I, I like... I do like both. And I think I do prefer the underground ones. But for more... More as in... When they're underground, it's more Jaws-like for me. Um, as in... Because it's, the Predator it's gonna, is unseen. Yeah. yeah. But in this one, the fact that they like look, they learn by heat and stuff like that, and I just think there's so much more. They're very dinosaur esque, is yeah. in the way of they 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 run and stuff like that. They've got and then they they can chase you. And I think the the idea of if something's underground and it's chasing you, if you get on as they said in the first one, they get on rock, they can't do anything. Yeah. But the fault of these ones. Being able to just chase you and oh, chase they, you. Yeah, they could more terrifying. They couldn't have had only the underground ones because it would just been a repeat of the first movie. They had to change it up. Yes, yeah. but that's, I just I prefer the first ones. That's all it really is. Yeah, I mean the first ones are portrayed the first in the like the actual graboids. They're still portrayed the same way in this one and the first one. Yeah, until we get the evolution of them. Um, but yeah, for, I mean I remember when I first watched it, especially because it was on VHS. I think things like the special effects, the CGI, um, how they done things visually. Back then, we had smaller TVs as well. Yeah. Um, 
So when you watched it and it was already grainy, I don't think the effects were bad. As noticeable. Yeah. Now you watch them and there were times where I was like, oh, it looks great. Like you can physically, it's like it's physically there. Um, and then there's other moments you think the, the visual effects <laughs> are, they're bad. But I said, this, this come, after, come after a time of, so we had, so we had Jurassic Park in 93. So yeah, we said around about 93 Jurassic Park was made. And that was visual and special effects. And yeah. they looked fantastic. And you said you could see the way one of the dinosaurs, the same sort of movement, the same sort of puppetry they used on the walkers as they did on the dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the dinosaur that opens the things up on, I can't its, pronounce it. on its neck. <laughs> A Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus? Dilophosaurus, yes. I don't know. Um, Newman. His name's Newman. Yeah. So he... To me, that's very much... No, he's not. Um, as a thing to that. Like, that's what that reminds me of. A lot. Um, with the heat seeking eyes. Yeah. Um, kind of thing. And I said, like, that's that's very much like, oh, that's what it reminds me of a Jurassic Park and stuff like that. Um, but then I guess, as we said, because it, it was going direct to video, they didn't have to put as much time and energy into the visual effects. But for then... People didn't know any better. So at that point, that was probably the best they could physically do with... <laughs> yeah. Like with... Do you call it CGI? I guess pre-CGI. Green screen kind of thing. Um, no, yeah. it's not green, green no, screen, is it? maybe... Bef- it's in that weird phase in the 90s where CGI, it, it looks very watery. <laughs> it did. Like, do you remember when we watched Spawn? And it was like, the film's so good, but right at the end so much was happening and we just couldn't tell what was really happening because of the graphics of it yeah and this kind of in moments they done the same thing with Tremors 2 um, but then when we didn't have that and we had actual animatronic monster things it was fantastic um, so it's a bit hit and miss uh, <laughs> I think uh, but you don't like the idea that this they were being clever by being stupid yeah I, that's, I was disappointed by that I really? yeah I was just they changed to adapt their environment to fit the environment really quickly. Mm-hmm. If it was a natural process, that would have happened in the first movie as well. I know it didn't because they needed new ideas for the second one, but in universe, that would have happened in the first movie as well. Right. Okay. So something changed. Something in their environment altered. So they they had to adapt to a new. I would understand if it was like a, a rockier area where there's less movement, so they had to adapt to being out on the surface. Mm-hmm. But this was. It could move through the ground a lot easier, this area. Yeah. So I thought there was an intelligence behind it. I thought there was something like a hive mind or a mother brood or something directing them. I would have liked that. But for them just to find out, oh, they're being smart because they're stupid. It's like, oh, that's kind of a letdown. I I always question the... I think this is from the first bunch of grabways that we see from the first film. Like... Even though we we know they kill them all and they survive and all that sort of stuff, I think the very first breed these are connected to, and this is their very first evolution. Right. So I think something had happened in order for them to arrive. Then they've split. Some have gone one place and they've or, or hibernated, and then this is the next part of the evolution. So I don't think they deliberately evolved. I think they'd done enough as they could and when they were dying they evolved that was their next thing because I think if you look they break out so um, 
Yeah, so they, they break out of the middle, the side yeah. part of his stomach and stuff. It's like three, three, three little ones per big worm. Yeah, but how do we know that the little ones isn't how they actually start? Well, and they eventually lose their legs and just become and, and then ones. yeah. So it's not just it's not evolution; it's metamorphosis, metamorphosis. It, like I a mean, butterfly. It, it could, yeah, literally, as he says, like a butterfly and a thing. So I think it could be that. So after a while, they go underground, and then their legs go. So it's the natural natural life cycle that could make a bit. That, see, that makes a lot more sense. But I think because we don't see that happen in the film, because we see them as kind of little walker, we run around, he thinks, yeah. um, that we don't know enough. Because when they grab one, it looks very much like the rest of it, if you know what I mean. With that, that it has a very long, I guess, tail, arse end, whatever he calls it in the first one. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then obviously then we get the normal face. It's very skeleton-like though, isn't it? Like on its... Yeah, it's just, well, there's very little flesh on it. It's more bone, as we heard. We heard that when the mouth closes, it's the clacking sound of bone. It looks eating. like, what's the Pokemon? Well, it's got the skull on his head. Cubone? Is it Cubone? The little one that holds the bone in its hand, it's got the skull on it, where the skull. <laughs> yeah, it looks a little like that. I was going to say it looks more like the bugs from Starship Troopers. Uh, I, I, maybe. That's around about the same same time frame as well. Um, we should do that film at some point, that's fantastic. As long um, as we don't do one of the pr- later films, because <laughs> no. they really messed <laughs> yeah. it up. There was In one of the later ones, there's this entire scene of really just bad CGI walkers, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I, I remember when I watched that clip, and I was like, if Rob sees this, yeah. my TV will get damaged. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think may- maybe there is a cycle. But as I said, I remember watching the first two on VHS tape. And I never really bothered about three. Um, and then by that time, they'd done four and five. And then they started a series. But I don't think the series done that well. No. Or whatever. I don't really know. It wasn't. It got greenlit, but didn't get green kind of thing. Um but yeah, as far as I'm concerned, there is obviously a franchise, but the first two are probably the stronger ones, um, you know. But I'd like to know if Bert gets back with his wife if he's if he's his arc I mean, that carries on. Yeah, I, so from what I remember, the guy Bert is in the rest of them, but the prequel is, I think it's someone it's like a a descendant of Bert's. So his in his ancestor, his ancestor is there hunting the graboids. Okay. So it was always in a family line kind of thing. Um, I love that idea. So maybe we'll find out more about what the graboids are and stuff like that. Um, do you like? Do you think they should have given them a name? Because we got graboids in the first one. There's no name in this one for them. No, we would. We've called them walkers. walkers. Yeah, I don't know. Snappers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, they still grab. So. They're still grab boys, but yeah. why, do you think they should have their own individual name? I think so. Because a part of me is like, until until it evolves into whatever it is, how do we know? I mean, as I said, we only see it after, it looks like a night. A night from night to day, because they burst out of the, the graboid, um, and then they get back the next day with Kate. Pedro gets eaten. Uh, Pedro gets eaten. Julio gets eaten. Oh, Julio's death was terrible. When he yeah through the window. Yeah, and he's um, screaming at the entire the entire time. Fantastic acting. Yeah, that's what makes it bad. Because um, <laughs> she's pulled herself into the corner, holding a tiny little yeah little hammer, and you can still hear him screaming outside. So, and then by the end of the film, that's still the same day. Another day hasn't passed. So the entire movie takes place in what is two days, two days, three days, something like that. Um, yeah, 
Two, three days maximum. Yeah. So how much would they evolve if one was still alive? So you're thinking, what, potential humanoid? It could be a T-Rex, for all we know. I don't, I don't know. Can you imagine one of those things with intelligence? Imagine, uh, they could get bigger. Like they, we know they, we know they mutate. Is it mutate? They, they, what's the word? When they, they give birth by eating food. Yeah. Um, Mitosis in a way. Yeah, yeah. But we don't know how big they get. That, which is why I'm thinking it could go back to the worm. So it does what it does, gets too big, goes under the ground. Natural know. life cycle. Eats could, some more. Pops out a couple of or three kids. Those go on. See, that's, that, that lends more credence to my theory of them being frozen somewhere. Because if they're pre-Cambrian life forms, that's just pre-Cambrian explosion, which is life beginning. Mm-hmm. If they're from before that, when it was a single-celled organism, they should have ruled the planet. Yeah, because as she says, it, it was before dinosaurs. Yeah, so there's no way a dinosaur would have... You wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. I have no idea. We wouldn't have evolved. Um, no, but what I love, though, is... When in kind of in the dinosaur thing, when it says like the meteorite hits the earth and that's what kills the dinosaurs, yeah, it's very symbolic because at the end of this film, a big explosion is what kills the graboids. <laughs> that is a massive and it makes explosion. a big old create a crater. Yeah, you know. Um, I love, but <laughs> it's I just... be big. <laughs> <laughs> you laughed at that. Where's the bomb? I don't know. I just I made one and chucked it on you in your in yeah your van. In, in a van in your truck. Yeah, and he goes what? Run! <laughs> it's gonna be big. Yeah, it's funny. It's just when he goes, he goes. Is it gonna be today? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that Grady's still standing there as the explosion happens, it gets thrown backwards as well. Great. Right. Yeah, he kind of dives and then flies with the the blast. Um, I did like the fact there was a nice nice head just landing next to him, sort of flop. It was landing there. Yeah, we always. I feel like that's an important part of of these films, especially. Especially towards the end of the very first one, and then throughout the entirety of this one, they keep that idea of the minute it blows up, the guts and stuff are going to oh, fall down. There were some so juicy the, ones, wasn't yeah, there? yeah. There was one you went, "Oh, that's really juicy." Like, I would wonder. I really wonder what what it's made of. Uh, is, is it bean juice and tomato, like watered down tomato sauce? Can you imagine and, they actually like made a model hollow, but filled it with like old, no, not obviously not real flesh, obviously, but like like goo and um, you can make you can make your own. Slime, good. Yeah, that's easily yeah, yeah. done. But if you put bits like old cow guts or pig guts in it, so when it explodes, there's guts that go everywhere. I mean, it could be. I'm just thinking health and safety wise in the 90s, it may have been different to health and safety wise now. Um, although you say that, but now I think I don't even think we'd be reacting to the big one that comes out of the ground and then almost gets grady at the when he's. Um, I'm trying to think what it is. I can't remember. He, he goes on the floor for something. Oh, it's his umbrella. Yeah. Um, and it comes out of the ground and almost gets him. Nowadays, that would just be CGI. Yeah. Like, there wouldn't even be a visual thing to act off of. No, the actor would have to look at a blank space or someone holding a tennis ball up and yeah, say, be, yeah. be afraid of this. Um, of some sort. Yeah. So it would be very different now. So I feel like it, it would be completely different in the way they do it. But when you watch this and then you think... If you watch something extra, like something else, uh, and it's d- different CGI and stuff like that, could you compare it and go, this one feels like they're there as opposed to something that doesn't feel like... Like, uh, like this to the new Avatar film. Would you be able to look at them and go, the CGI might be better, but you believe that... There's some, there. there's something in an actor, when a person acts, unless they're an incredible actor, when they're looking at nothing or looking at a tennis ball, it doesn't, they don't seem to have the same 
energy to them as though they're looking at something real. Yeah. I feel that. Like, especially, especially in moments in this one, um, when they go to grab the graboid off the, the back of the truck. Yeah. And it moves, and then they jump. Yeah, that seemed so real to me. Yeah, you was like, oh, that was great. And I just think, I don't know why, but sometimes that's, it's just lost in current films now. When, okay, yeah, you can act as if the Ninja Turtles are there, but it doesn't mean that they're there. They could be people in costumes, but until you've got that <gasps> moment, yeah, you're in awe of it. And I think that's that awe moment of like, oh, it's, it's, it's it could eat me. Even though it couldn't, but do you know what I mean? You have to have the... The suspension of belief. Yeah, to a degree. Or suspension like, of disbelief. You've, well, one of the two, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, they, they acted as if the graboid was there. So their scare factor was there because the minute it moved, they jumped. And I think you can you can do that scene many times. Because I'd like to think that they did, they weren't told it would move. No. Like, it's, it's like a little remote control or something. Someone's pressed it, it's flicked, and they've jumped back. Like, what's going on? Because that's it, organic. Yeah. Yeah. Same with um, when we spoke about it, Die Hard. Hans Gruber falling at the um, Nakatomi Plaza. They said they're going to drop him on three and they drop him on two or one. So his mm-hmm. reaction is fear. Yeah. You know, and I think sometimes that that's the best way to get that action. Um, I think Jackie Chan was... I, f- I can't remember what the film is. Someone on Twitter tells us. Um, but the idea is he's hanging on to something and he's supposed to let go and fall through f- like ceilings or something like yeah. that, like loads of them. Um, and that's supposed to cushion his fall. And when he gets up there, I'm sure it's something. They said something like he couldn't let go, and he was too scared. So they just let the camera roll and let him go there until he couldn't hold his weight anymore, and then just fell because he couldn't do anything about that. This terror would still be building in him, so the reaction is more visceral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so when we get a lot of that style of acting in this one, I think especially when it's an actual graboid, like the animatronic kind of yeah. type kind of thing. Um, the woman that played Kate done a fantastic job at the, uh, is it Julio? Julio, with with the window scene. Yeah, that was <laughs> that Perfect. was good. That was terrible. So good, and I think that's a natural reaction, especially when she ran into the corner, grabbed a tiny little uh, hammer, thinking, "What am I going to, you know?" Um, yeah, gets it down low and small, and kind of well, with it's, it's natural. It's an, what's the term? I can't remember the exact term. It's kind of like the fight or flight response. Yeah. In this case, it's freeze. Yeah. Um, find somewhere don't make any noise get as small as possible and the predator will leave that's, that's a primate behaviour it's, it's very reminiscent to what we see in, in Jurassic Park you remember when there were I think a dinosaur comes in I think it's a T-Rex um, and they're hiding behind like a desk or, yeah. or something like that oh you mean the raptors come in and you've got the two yeah, kids yes, right. yeah yeah. Um, and they do the same thing they get as low as they can and make no noise because if they can't physically be seen or heard it can't get them she yeah. does the same thing um, but yeah, do you think Tremors kind of the first one influenced Jurassic Park in a way? Um, obviously, we got that Jaws was from the seventies, and they were going to call it Land Shark. So I feel like Jaws, <laughs> Jaws inspired this. Do you think this inspired Jurassic Park? Like the, at least I, the first. I one? can see elements of this of the first one in Jurassic Park because yeah. you can see Jurassic Park elements in this one. Yeah. Like so they would have taken so. what they learnt and, and enhanced it. Yeah, I wouldn't say perfected it because no. I think Spielberg done a fantastic job with the first one, especially Jurassic Park. Um, in this one, I think it had a good direction. I just think things were missing. But then I think if it was because it was direct to video, those things they didn't think were really necessary. 
Yeah, and I guess again for the time '96, I, I don't know what sort of budget you would need to, you know, do fantastic things at that time. I mean, this was also around right about the time, maybe a year after the first Toy Story come out, so you can see how it it looks. Yeah, toyish. I, mean, I guess Toy Story one I obviously enjoyed the movie, but you look look back at it and you think this was really clunky compared to the more modern ones. It's good. It's a good story and everything, but it feels clunky. The animation. I yeah. Mean, all of the all of Andy's friends. They're, are Andy. Yeah, they're all Andy. Yeah. So there there is a lot in that. Um, in this one, it does seem very much like they they created a base model for whatever the graboid is and reused it. And then literally, okay, we'll put that when they when they stacked on top of each other, it looked the same. Yeah. Um, although I do love when when they're standing on top of each other when they're um, on top of the the radio tower thing. Um, or oil tower. Yeah, that's the petrol yeah, tank thing. Yeah, yeah. right. And um, Bert runs, and he says, "Come and get me." When he leads them into that room, one falls down. Yeah, and one falls down. I thought, even though it's not necessary, the fact that the tower of them tumbled was great because that's what would happen. So they tried to add in normal elements to something that isn't normal. Yeah. Um, Just to what you previously said, the budget for this was four million US dollars. See, that's not a lot, man. I mean, that sounds a lot, <laughs> but it's not. Not for making a movie, it's nah. not. I mean, how much of that went into special effects? Because there's a lot of explosions. Well, if Bacon was in this, how much of that would have gone to his... <sighs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, you know, when he was a star by that point. Yeah, they wouldn't, have have, they wouldn't have been able to afford him. I mean, he was big when he done Footloose. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then moved on. I think round about that time. So we had Footloose, Kevin Bacon in the nineties, Apollo thirteen. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was big. I remember that. Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him and Tom Hanks. You know that was massive. That's my mum's favourite film as well. Um, so yeah, round about that time. So Kevin Bacon would have been so much more expensive. So do you think they went with the idea of having him in it, or do you think they, because he got so big, there was like we can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they would have asked him. It would be nice. If Kevin, if you listen to this, please let us know. Yeah, well, love yeah, to do, yeah. Love to do an interview about with you about this. Yeah, which uh, if you do like interviews, we do a series called A Conversation with Agent Untitled, um, where we talk to people from film, TV, music, wrestling, and other types of entertainment, uh, and basically just chat to them, find out what inspired them and what they do when they're not performing, or you know, where they like their eggs in the morning, and so on and so forth, favourite films and anything else. Um, yeah, that's fun. So we've got another episode of that dropping very soon. Um, so yeah, be just, sure to check that out. So I just jumped. Uh, I'm not looking about what, what happens in it, but Tremors 3 only came out in 2001. Oh, so like, what's that? Six? Five years. Five years. So it, it again, round about the same amount of gap from the first one to yeah. the second one. It's from the second to the third. I'm intrigued. I do, do you want to watch it? I'd like to see what happens. I mean, I could just, but I won't. Yeah. Like a, because when I see it, literally, the only reason we've done this was like, oh, Tremor 2's on Netflix. I, I don't know why. I think it was like new releases or something like that that come on there. And I thought, hang on. We've done the first one. If it's on there, let's do it while it's on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, have you? Did you enjoy the film? Yeah, I could watch it. And you, you do you prefer, as a whole, do you prefer the first film or second I film? I prefer the first film compared yeah. to the second, yes. What about if they changed bits of the graboids would you then it wouldn't be the same movie so it wouldn't yeah okay that's fair enough because I always think if if they'd have changed it to what you thought it would have been and stuff like that would you say the sequel would have been better than the first 
Was, yeah, but I, as long as I wouldn't have known they were... Yeah, yeah. Cause, well, now that I know it's not, and say someone made a, a, a change in the second one, like brought a new version, I'd think, like, they're just pandering, so I wouldn't want to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, the first one is great. It's fantastic. Like, for what it is and bringing... I guess this kind of horror thriller, whatever you want to put it under that category, the genre category, um, for bringing that back to life. Cause for, for, we had jaws. Then we got piranha. We kind of, we got Lake Placid, like late nineties, but there was nothing. There was nothing for a while. Um, I mean, I think piranha was maybe eighties, but after there wasn't, I don't think there was anything that was like mega because we had, Freddy Krueger, we had Jason, yeah. um, you know, Halloween, that kind of... Things people now call classics. Yeah, so we had the, the slasher genre took off, and like the monster era died. Yeah. And then we got, obviously we got Tremors, then Jurassic Park, Tremors 2, then we got, obviously, like I said, Lake Placid. And... It was like the big dinosaur craze where Jurassic Park came out, but it didn't yeah. last as long as they wanted it to. No, definitely not, because I think, I mean, I'm thinking even maybe 96... Jurassic Park 2 there wasn't as much it was nowhere near as big as the first one no the first the interest, one was it? massive like it was so big and obviously people fell in love with dinosaurs because of what they'd done um, but yeah so it was right about this just kind of like a monster movie which I mean they're great you can't depending on how they go with it I mean I like the fact that they didn't come from space and it was a natural yeah yeah because the minute it goes from space you think it's a kind of a cop out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, how did they get here on an asteroid? Oh, that's imaginative. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that does lead me on to uh, something. Uh, no, no. Didn't mean to lead you on. <laughs> so when we're talking about um, things from being out of space, uh, it, we always have to relate back to um, big f off worms. Yes. Um, our friend Matt Garvey. Uh, so obviously we interviewed him we need to get him back on the pod because obviously that was the very first sort of stuff we've done for an interview um, he's done a lot since then so we're going to get him back on for our conversation with Agit Untitled series um, but I feel like every time we talk about Tremors we can't then not talk about Big F Off Worms Big F Off Worms because even though it's not based on the whole idea of Tremors it's slightly there's a resemblance there of um, Big F of Worms, which is the Matt Garvey comic. Um, and I like to think it's it's kind of loosely based off that, with the style and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's taken elements of it. Yes. I mean, if you look at any story, you can pick elements of that from any other story as well. That is that is true, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's great. Um, but literally, in the first one, they're, they're Big F of Worms. And in, <laughs> in, in this one, they're... Tiny Runners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh the sound effect of the uh, of the walkery runnery things, of the worms or whatever they are. What do you think of that? Like the screechiness and generic monster noise. Do you think? Yeah. I don't know. For me, it... that's what they remind me of. Oh, I've been racking my bloody brain what these the little graboids reminded me of, and I'm going to see if I can get a picture of it. It's a, okay. Um, is it alts? Trying to find the, it's a cat, it's a, a monster cat, cat, a group of animals from the Elder Scrolls Online game, <laughs> right? Something like that. 
Yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, they are very... They're just weird creatures, aren't they? Yeah, they are definitely they're... messed up. But yeah. It'd just be thankful we didn't get something like that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that is... I can't remember its name. <laughs> yeah, that's another one that it could be like. I would say it's more like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just weird, aren't they? I just... I don't know how... Literally, it's like a graboid's head with the legs. Yeah, there's not much of a body. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like they've taken a quarter of a human torso, a quarter of a human torso, stuck a massive head on it, and a couple of giant legs sticking out the back. Yeah. I, I just think, imagine what they were in that production. It was like, right, we're, we're going to change the style. We're going to keep it first, and they're going to revolve into this style. What have people got as an idea? And someone's just gone, well, just take the head, put the legs on it, give it heat-seeking eyes... And something that looks like a skull, and we're set. And someone's just gone, what, like this? And they've probably just gone, well, yeah. <laughs> there couldn't have been much in the meeting for that, right? They've got bits of um, other old aliens and just stuck them together and thought, <laughs> well, this is like someone's kicked out, kicked out a toy box. Like some kids got bits and stuck it together randomly. Yeah. Here you go, here's your new it does. It does feel like a makeshift monster, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but then that's not to take away of how cool it looks, because I think it looks cool. It just. When you think it's going to evolve, you just think that's what it's not, it's not going to. Yeah, that's what it should start with, right? Yeah, it's going to evolve, and it kind of goes into a sloppy mess and then spreads out or something. Yeah, I thought there'd be some interaction from the the Mexican government in this because when he was offered, oh, if you could, this extra fifty thousand, like hundred thousand, if you can bring it in, bring one in alive. Yeah, I was thinking, okay, so the government's going to want one to see if they can use it as a weapon. Maybe. That's I don't what know. I thought, and I thought, oh. Yeah. I, I like the fact that they didn't go in a political route, though. Purely because of its... The minute it does that, the, the shape of the film goes from, are they doing it for the government, or are they doing it for themselves? Yeah. And then you get that mess, like messiness, you know. Um, the grey area of everything. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they said they'll, they'll bring one back... Um, well, no, they never actually said they would bring one back. Well, they said if you can bring one back... It's Bra- double, it's, Brady was so up about it, but... Oh, it was like... Yeah. <laughs> no. My my thought process, though, is how much are the little ones worth? Because I haven't a thing of... It's half of a, a graboid. A quarter. So a, a third. A, a third. So if it's 50... Uh, maybe I'd say a quarter, because it's not as big. Because they're long, aren't they? Yeah. And you've got the head and stuff like that. So I'd say a quarter of it. So a quarter of 50,000. So that's 25. So 12,500. It's not too bad. No. And how many of them did they blow up? <laughs> <laughs> well, as they mentioned at the end, they kind of blew up the entire refinery. So, like, it kind of evens out. Does it? Do you think that evens out? No, but the, that government will just say. I, I reckon if that was us, and we were able to destroy them, but we blew up the refinery, I was, I would say, don't pay us for the little ones, but pay us for the big F off ones. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's what. Did, I you, did, did you check how much it was worth in the end? Uh, no, I didn't. Um, it was 23 of them confirmed. And it was 50,000 per each one. All right, let's have a, let's have a look, skis. Is 1,150,000. <laughs> That's impressive amount. Yeah. Wait. Two, three. 23. No, wait. Yeah, yeah. 23 times... 50, 50 just add yeah. three, three zeros on the end. Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, that's a that's lot, lot of money. Um, 
All right, so before, as we're wrapping up, uh, the one thing that uh, Grady wants to do is open up his own um, theme park. Amu- amusement park, theme park thing. Uh, would you have gone... If if it was an actual thing, like the theme park itself, and they based it off of the second one, and it was a more of a success kind of thing, um, and for the publicity thing, it was like, we're going to do Graboid, Graboid World or whatever, uh, would you have gone to it if it was No! Available? You don't go... You stay away from the giant nasty space monster snakes. No, no, it was not from space. Firstly, yeah, I know, but it's just... <laughs> no. It, so if the, if they'd have done a graboid theme park, so there was no graboids inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> no graboids inside. Not. I'm not this, asking you to go yeah, graboid this, hunting. This is not a, a Jurassic Park situation. No, it's not a monster situation. I wouldn't have gone to it, Jurassic Park, or this, or that one. But uh, just a theme park. So like Disneyland, but with graboids. Theme. Uh, I guess if. If it was within driving distance or something, I'm not going to go to another country. It's kind of like saying, oh, we're going to go to a theme park and someone takes you to like Mother Goose World or something. Like, okay, you can you can walk around it, you can look at the stuff, but you're not exactly going to find anything major. The rides would have been cool, though. I don't know if he'd be allowed to do the ride he wanted to do, being dragged by a chain. <laughs> yeah, that would have been health and safety. I think they would have figured it out. What other rides do you think he would have had? That one? Um... <laughs> game of slap the slap the, slap slap them slap the graboid. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that would have been good. Um, Stuffed toys of the little ones. I'd say, imagine if if they'd have released this today. If they were to re-release Tremors and make it as another franchise, make it kind of a throwback retro creation style, having not not the CGI but the visual animation, yeah. all that sort of stuff. But with new hints of CGI, I've re- kind of redone it and rebranded it. Touch it up a little. Yeah, as a whole reboot. And then they done all the promo and stuff. I think it'd be so good. You would find fluffy toys and remote control toys. Graboids and, and then the marketing for it now would be madness. <laughs> madness. If they believed, if the marketing people believed they can make money out of it, then yeah. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you want to have a stuffed Graboid? I'd rather have a remote controlled one. Give someone be, really freak someone out. The thing that worries me about the remote, remote uh, the remote control ones would be, as long as it looks right, it'd be great. Because if you looked at it from behind, you couldn't see his head. You've got remote control poop. Yeah, as long as they make it right, because otherwise you get the le- remember the remember the remote control ones were still connected by the wire to it. Yeah, and the legs go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. Um, so obviously you don't want remote control poop. Um, no, <laughs> that defi- that kind of thing sounds shit. <laughs> and the ranch sauce joke wasn't good. No, <laughs> I never said my joke was good. You're the one that said your one was good. Um, but yeah, no, I think I would have gone to the Graphoid World. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. What other rides? You, you've got the you've got the chain ride. You've got slap the graboid. Yeah, and I don't want to try graboid shaped lolly. Better say that like crap. I don't know. He, he hasn't done much thought about this, has he? No, the, the big explosion. So you could do like a visual thing of what happened. So you could see a vi- graboid, ske- little graboid skeleton. Yeah, I'll, ex- I'll accept fossil, that being fossil there. fossil digging for the graboid. Yeah. Um. I don't know. There's not much. Well, I'd, not like we're actually going to open one up ourselves. So we're not Maybe a monster park. So as you walk through, they kind of pop up. You know, like um, is this yeah the Jaws ride in um in Disney? You know when they sit on the boat and it goes yeah. round and then the water r- rubbles and 
something like that. So you make your own monster. You could have like a little area, like I said, with like looks like someone just put bits together. Yeah, you got a little tent, a core body, and then put legs and stuff on it. Yeah, I, I think it'd work. I mean, I'm, I'm, if Grady had not done that and they they turned it into a thing, what a good investment. Could you imagine though, <laughs> the next movie is a graboid accidentally escaped from the park and then, hello, welcome to Jurassic World, whatever it is. I guess. I mean, you couldn't have the graboids there. Like, yeah, but this is America. Of course, they'd try and have a graboid there. Yeah, but I think with Jurassic Park, again, even that was a bad idea. Having a gra- having the the dinosaurs there because they turn it into a, a essentially a dinosaur zoo. Yeah, knowing a death that, trap. Yeah, but they didn't know how bad it would go wrong. At least in within the world of Tremors, they know their monsters, so they wouldn't take them there because of the danger. Yeah, but I could see them doing like a safari, take the rich people out to try to capture or to kill a tremor themselves. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That, uh, that is likely in certain areas. Um, you have some, <laughs> I don't know. You have some rich, some, some Fortune 500 company go with a graboid above their door or something. I hunted this. Yeah, maybe. I do feel like if they were turning it into it went that, that road, they'd be protected. I think they'd be protected species. I think for safety. Yeah, not for the protection of the species themselves, but for other people's other pe- safety. Yeah, but they would say they were protected species, so they couldn't do that. Mm. That'd have to be the way they'd go. Um, I think that's it, isn't it? We've covered kind of everything. Yeah, we've gone off on half a dozen tangents. It all works. Yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing changes. Uh, yeah, so obviously, so that that's this episode. Um, so, episode 71. So, you'll hear, uh, we can guarantee that 71, 72 will be in two parts. So, 72 and then 72 and three quarters. Because uh, that's the final part of the Harry Potter series. <laughs> um, obviously, we start another series straight after, which is, is going to be fun. It's going to be good. Um in May, and I will leave it there. People, no, because we haven't given no things yet. The uh, the scores, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have, we do have to rate it. Yeah. So, so before we go, obviously we do <laughs> we do a rating. I can't believe we forgot that. That's that's the. Bl- <laughs> I reminded you. Oh, wait, anything else? No, that's it. <laughs> yes, well, I was waiting for you to pick up, pick up, pick up on that. All right. Um, yes, yeah, so let's let's rate. I can't remember what I rated the first one. Um, I don't know if I feel like I know we spoke about it. I don't know if I feel like this one is better or equally, equally the same. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't think. Even though we've evolved the graboids, I still think it was great. I think the first one is fantastic for the franchise and what it does. Is this one better though? After talking about it, I, yes and no. Um, I think it, I think they're level. Um, I want to revert back to what I rated the first one, but I can't remember. So I'm gonna say six point five. Okay. Uh, I just think there's room for improvement. The things that we spoke about and how they changed, there wasn't enough time to see why. It leaves it very unopened. We know, obviously, we know from because the others have come out. There is more in a franchise, so there's more grabwood stuff. Um. What happens to Bert and, and Kate? And or Earl and Kate? Does, yeah. What happens, do we get Grady's theme park world? Like there's a lot of unanswered questions right at the end. And I think even They left that open, I think, so they have the potential for continuation. Yeah. But the thing is we have the big explosion, which is great. Do they get paid? Like there's a lot of 
It just feels like the final bit is the big explosion. And it just seems to fade off. There, there's not an answer. Like, there's, there's, very, there's a lot of questions. So I think because there's a lot of questions, CGI's a bit wobbly. Um, even though we've said it's 96, it's still wobbly. We still we still have to, you know, mention it. Um, but yeah, I, I could watch it again. I, I think I, enjoy, I enjoyed watching this one more than I watched the first one. But because for different reasons. Um, I think this one's funnier. Um, within bits, there's a more of a comic to it. But then it's not the same without Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he was the star power that drew. Yeah. And this is like... That's, if he if he'd been in this, it would have gone to the cinema. I think so. It's it's mad to say that, isn't it? Um, but it's just little things. When Kevin Bacon, he was a comic relief in the the, the first one. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, I found the ass end. And then he goes, I got a goddamn plan. You know, like, all that sort of stuff. It's just... It's so good that I just don't think Grady could live up to that comicness. So, so for Earl, he's, he's been both these movies been dragged around by some younger <laughs> guy. Like, yeah. leave me alone to retire um, now. But yeah, I'm I'm saying six point five. Okay, I'll go six. And unfortunately, you've said most of my reasons. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, if you're going to echo it, then it makes sense. Like because we're reviewing it the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there anything that I have said that you haven't? Oh, sorry. Anything? Every, you anything? Just you spoke my brain saying that. Is there anything I haven't said that you would have said? That's what I mean. Only what I, what I said earlier on about the. It seemed a bit cheesy that he not cheap that he evolved like that without any. I yeah, know, I know we've gone over this a few times. So it would have been good to find out how why they evolved that way and if there is more to it. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll find out in a third one. Like I said, I've seen it, but I literally cannot remember any of it. I remember the cover, and that's it. That's all right. You'll go home. You'll be stuck in your subconscious. You'll wake up having dreamt yourself into the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Start screaming. <laughs> your wife's country like, hey, let's grab one. <laughs> I, would, I would pay to see that happen. You just wake up screaming because you just touch your leg or something. It's <laughs> a grab word. Um, but yeah. All right. So that's, uh, that's that one. So before we go into uh, the end of the episode, uh, as I said, click on our LinkedIn link. On there, you'll find every single way to contact us through our social media platforms. And finally, if you're a fan of Rogue Energy, then we are in partnership with Rogue Energy, which means you get a discount code of 10%. How often can that be used? You can use it one time per purchase. However, you can use it on every single purchase. In order that to do like that, a great deal. click on Rogue Energy in our LinkedIn link. Uh, we'll also have it in the bottom of this podcast link. And on there, when it comes to the checkout, use the code AYU10. That's AYU10, and you'll get 10% off. And then uh, I think that kicks a couple of pennies for, over to us where we can keep running this podcast for absolutely nothing. Um, any final words? Mm. <laughs> Can't think of anything. <laughs> you went, huh? <laughs> uh, mm. trying to think. Let's think of what's a funny word for this. There's a graboid in my boot. 